Welcome to Plant-Based on Fire, the podcast that ignites your passion for plant-based businesses. Real Men Eat Plants is proud to host this show, where we shine a spotlight on the latest and greatest plant-based companies making waves in the industry. From startups to established brands, we'll explore what sets these businesses apart, what challenges they've faced, and what their vision for a more sustainable and ethical food future looks like. So if you're hungry for some fresh insights, inspiring stories, and a healthy dose of entrepreneurial spirit, then join us on Plant-Based on Fire, brought to you by Real Men Eat Plants. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Plant-Based on Fire, where we are talking about plant-based businesses, their inspiring stories to thrive in the industry. I'm your host, and joining us today is Justin Montgomery. Welcome, Justin. Hey, thanks, Brian, for having me. Really appreciate you diving in. So, like, you are, I mean, just give us a little background on, on what you're up to right now and, like, no business yet, but, like, just a little bit we've spoken. There's definitely some things on the horizon, but just tell us what are you up to right this minute. Yeah, so I'm on sabbatical that I gave myself as a treat for wrapping up a 13-year career in education in New Jersey. I designed four-year computer science academies that were student-centered, project-based, and ended in a capstone and had all this service learning tied to it. And now I'm looking to start my PhD so that I could possibly work in government and at a national level to bring what I've done in the classroom and uh, research it so that I could really have that academic proof of concept down and then come out with a book, some courses, and then try to work up uh, just getting that kind of education out there because I really think that's going to uh, be able to help society. Awesome. Well, we are excited. So I definitely want you to come back in whatever, a few months or whatever time it takes you to get something launched and help promote it a little bit more here on the show. So I'm a fellow computer programmer as well. I did not do so well in computer science, so I switched to information technology. Um, but I just loved uh, the couple episodes I saw on your, your YouTube channel and a few things like that with mathematical. What was the name of it again? Mathematical Power. Awesome. <clears throat> so you are a fellow plant baser here with me. Tell me, how did you get started on your journey and what like sort of drew you into this uh, lifestyle we have? You know, um, as some amazing things happen, it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, I, same I for me, on, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and I just rolled with it. Um, I was on this LifeSum app and then it helped me scan the nutritional content and value for my health in the grocery store. And like two hours later, I'm at checkout and I look down at my cart and I say to myself, I guess I'm going plant-based. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, awesome. So it wasn't a movie or anything. It was just like uh, you you in the grocery store checking ingredients. And and, in, and that, uh, I hadn't seen Game Changers until maybe a month after that, because then uh -huh. it took me a little time to get my bearings and fine tune to make sure that I was getting my proper nutrition. And once I was... Like within three weeks, my friends were like, you're glowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so, it's like, like, I, I don't know, I have uh, 
kids and it's like what like it's hard to explain to people the people that have kids or don't have kids like what are what is it like having kids kind of a thing i feel it's the same way mm -hmm. with plant-based lifestyles like it's so hard to really put your finger on unless people have given it an honest try and can see the difference so just walk us through like what what was your sort of journey and experience of of going through that transition what was the first couple of things you noticed I think the first thing was that I literally got my life back. I had experienced a lot of mental fog and mm -hmm. I just wasn't sleeping as well. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm an extreme athlete with rock climbing and I wasn't able to do some of the more intense training like fingerboarding because the mm -hmm. inflammation, I guess, from my diet or just not getting the right nutrients. And when I switched over plant-based, I lost 10 pounds that mm -hmm. just came off. I was eating more than I ever had before. And I had mm -hmm. to keep checking my Apple watch. And it's like, yeah, you, you need more carbs. You need more fats, you need more protein. I'm like, okay, more blueberries, more avocados. And, yeah. and then I went climbing for the first time in a while. Cause I had focused on a couple other things. Uh, I'm also a van lifer. So I was building that at mm -hmm. the time was focusing on that after work. And I just kind of float up something that normally would have been out of side of my wheelhouse. And yeah. I was like, okay, I am onto something big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it was the forks over knives movie, like, I don't know, 12 or 13 years ago at this point. And like game changers, the more people I talk to game changers, I think it's maybe that scientific mathematical angle that game changers really pushes people towards like really evaluate it. Is that when you watch that, was that, part of it for you just seeing some of the science behind it it was and it spoke to me and actually i was watching it at my dad's place and he kind of walked through and saw what i was watching and um it kind of piqued his interest too and when he saw like forks over knives that's when he was like okay what am i gonna do here let me in mm -hmm. on this and like yeah he's he's about 65 and he was going gray but you know he thinks from eating beet greens now that he's getting his hair color back Wow. So, I never even thought of that. Like I got a little too much gray here myself. <laughs> so have to explore that one and unpack it. So you're, are you saying dad's on board with you too here? He is. And actually that's something uh, that I'm most recently proud of because um, we were both uh, in the same area this past winter. And so I kind of like helped him learn how to cook a plant-based diet and got him into the smoothie game. Cause I think that's a staple in the diet mm -hmm. who doesn't want more smoothies anyway. And that's so, right. yeah, he was able to successfully do it. And he's like working out stronger. Now his blood pressure medicine that he was on, he doesn't have to be on that anymore for like the mm -hmm. first time since, I don't know, I could remember anyway. So it's, it's right. really powerful and it's like the greatest gift I could have given my father. Yeah, that is awesome. I've been harping on my dad for years. So maybe getting him to listen to this episode will be the, the driving point to to have a little bit less meat in his diet for sure. Um, I'm, I'm so curious, uh, van lifer. So I did buy myself a van and I am in the process of building it out. Although with the kids and work and stuff, I don't know if I'll get to live in it all as much, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to vacation in it. What got you and drew you into that kind of a thing? I'm a minimalist <clears throat> maximalist. And I had realized, you know, when you're living in a traditional space, an apartment, condo, house, 
if you got to do something, you have to travel to do that. And that was time and energy that I didn't want to lose anymore. I also mm-hmm. wanted to be in nature more. So I get mm-hmm. to park the van by these beautiful lakes in the back country. I get to park at trailheads and go climbing first thing in the morning. So the lifestyle mm-hmm. afforded me that opportunity. And one thing that I didn't realize would be my favorite would be able to cook for my climbing friends after a long day right there yeah. at the campground, like a full meal that's like plant-based and nutritious and is going to keep us climbing hard throughout our trip. That's just one of the few things I've found as well. Like just driving a couple hours and going for a really long hike and then having the van as like a little base to just take a nap and cook some awesome food. Like you said, you nailed it on the head for sure. So I am thoroughly jealous of you getting to do that full time uh, for for that front. Um, So how do you like you've got a wide variety of interests that uh, I have so many questions about, but like, how do you balance uh, all the different passions you have? I couldn't do it without my plant based diet. I know that seems like a shameless plug here, but I didn't have the energy Mm -hmm. before. I'm 38. uh, So I'm no spring chicken anymore. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the, the first thing. And the second thing is like routine and discipline and always being willing to grow. And I really like to learn and apply myself. So I have a lot of internal motivation. That is awesome. So have you, I guess, you know, you're, you're the fellow real man eating plants with us here on that front. And, um, it's, I definitely feel like a minority at times, uh, on, on the planet as a man on that front, what challenges and resistance have you faced as you went through this transition into the plant-based world? Yeah, I get teased for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. but the results speak for themselves. Um, I'm able to like outpace my younger guy friends who are also climbers, for example, or, Mm -hmm. Uh, trail runners and I recover faster so I could go more days in a row. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I think that's when they start to ask questions, you know, it's like Mm kind of guarded and maybe masked a little bit, but you could tell they're paying attention. Yeah. I, I almost feel like, um, my, my prediction, I guess I'll put this out there boldly is that over probably over the next 10 years, you will see a lot of the professional athletes that rise to the top of their careers, realize that they are plant-based in, in so many ways, whether they maybe admit it or not. I already see like Tennessee Titans from game changers and, and whatever, um, you know, dominating. Um, and we, we spoke with, um, the vegan bodybuilder, uh, uh, guy, and he's, he's just crushing it with the vegan bodybuilder competition. So I don't know. I just, that's my prediction is that you'll see more and more of the, of the famous people heading in that mm. direction and it'll drag society that way. I hope. So. I hope so too, because what I learned <laughs> was I was not getting the micronutrients that my body was actually craving. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would definitely say I'm hungrier more often, but it's more like a, it's not like a hungry that's, um, listless. Like, um, I don't have any energy when I'm hungry. It's more yeah. like I got this cauldron that's just like burning up calories and cause it has those powerful micronutrients 
And that's why I felt like before I just would eat and I would be full because I was eating a lot of fat, a lot of protein because, you know, Mm -hmm. you're eating like a hamburger. That's like a lot of excess stuff that's going to fill your stomach up and make you feel full. But then I was never satiated and it never gave me after eating the meal, this like lightness in my mind and my body, but definitely not Mm -hmm. in my spirit. And that I think has been the biggest change that I want people to experience themselves. Yeah, for sure. What's the, what's the, I guess the two questions pop as you're saying that is like, what's your thoughts on, you know, the lettuce versus the beyond meats and and those kinds of things. They're treats. (laughs) I really am a proponent of whole foods and that yeah. it's plant-based because that's where the nutrients are and anything that's processed is just going to be you're going to be losing that value from it um but for sure at a barbecue that's what i'm going for i'm going to indulge i'm going to have a beyond <laughs> burger and also the ultimate uh chicken patties by Gardein are mm-hmm. ridiculously good and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Whenever i mean they're on it's, sale, I buy it's them. a <laughs> Exactly. Right. Uh, the same thing, like my favorite milk is that Elmhurst milk and it's just like water and cashews or whatever it Mm -hmm. is. And they run that on sale, buy one, get one free now and then. But what's the, like, to me, it's, it's this, this, uh, like I want to embrace and like plant-based on fire is really geared towards interviewing the business owners that are trying to change the world through their, their plant-based, you know, methodology for bringing their business to life. But there are so many businesses that have a lot of like, you know, the vegan junk food and stuff like that. So I don't know how, do, how do we change the planet, um, through the plant-based business world? Do you have any thoughts on that? I kind of do. I'm no expert. It just seems like, mm-hmm. how are you going to make a lot of money on vegetables when most people's gardens can at home can create the surplus that they need in that, that yeah. regard. Um, and we're going to sell vegetables to these van lifers that don't have a garden, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, my cucumbers outside are going absolutely crazy this year. Honestly, we must have a hundred cucumbers. So drive on over and I can load you up. <laughs> so that'll be great. Get that in some homemade hummus. Yeah. Yeah as cool as a cucumber, as they say. But I, I think that um, it's been really awesome watching market forces um, make things a little more accessible for plant-based eaters. And some of those junk food products, I am happy that they are there. Like a lot of the ingredients, like I think there's I had the other day, it's like a, like a Mexican cookie or something. Mm-hmm. And you look at the ingredients and it's like, okay, there's actually nothing bad in here. So as a dessert, because I'm already eating so healthy, like just to have like a little cheat here and there, uh, Mm -hmm. I think really kind of balances out like my mental well being because I don't want to have diet fatigue. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I always push back when they they ask me, don't you get sick of eating beans and salad? And I'm like, there are 10,000 million (laughs) vegetables out there. Like you're not going to get bored eating this. So, um, that is for sure. Yeah. If you go to major metropolitan areas, like for example, Seattle, the best pizza I ever had in my life. I've had Chicago deep dish, definitely Mm -hmm. legendary, 
but there's this place called pie like the number pie in seattle and their pizza and their like uh garlic breadstick things like it was just so delicious and it had no animal products in it yeah that is awesome there's a new uh vegan pizzeria around here someplace so i'm hoping to get the friends to go check that out tomorrow night we'll see how that goes awesome. uh, so what uh so where where is your journey taking you on the van and uh like what is next for justin yeah, I was van lifing for a couple of years as a teacher in Jersey. So picture that, okay. you know, suburbia. Um, but, you know, it's like full outfitted. So I have everything I need to still be a professional. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been on a sabbatical, which is uh, ending this later this month. Um, mm -hmm. But I took the van up to Canada, as I like to say, for a little while yeah. up in uh, Alberta and BC and on just crown land off grid by Abraham Lake and just seeing like grizzly bears and other massive wildlife that you don't normally encounter. And then just doing mm -hmm. some rock climbing, hanging out in Okanagan Valley by the lakes. And uh, then I've been in Nevada at Red Rock Canyon because it's just a, like 20 lifetimes of climbing there. And I'll be teaching there yeah. in a few weeks right outside the canyon uh, to get back into it, learn the city and try to take my program a little bit larger. Very, very cool. So what's what's on the horizon for the, the YouTube channel and the mathematical side of things? Like where, where are some of those more intellectual passions lying? Yeah, right now I'm reading a lot of books and then mm -hmm. podcasting, interviewing with the authors. And I'm just kind of storing those up uh, so that I could get like a better idea about what my brand is going to be. Um, kind of like sure. education for two, like number four, two, because I go back to education being probably one of the greatest keys for unlocking societal well-being and um, kind of excited to continue to pursue that in the upcoming year or two. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing what you come up with and how to change that through the power of plants and everything else that we've got going on. So um, I really appreciate you being here, Justin, and thanks for hopping on an episode of Plants uh, plant based on fire here. Thanks, Brian. And thanks for the mission that you're doing and keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, I can't say it enough. Like, I mean, you've already been through it, but like for the people that are listening that are not sure, I mean, we got the 30 day challenge and I, I do think it only takes 30 days to really realize the value um, that a plant based uh, lifestyle can bring to you. So go check that out at realmanyplants.com. Uh, until next time, let's keep the fire burning. That's all the time we have for this episode of Plant Based on Fire. So again, thank you very much, Justin, for joining us and sharing some of your insights and, and uh, travel tips for us uh, on, on your journey here. And we'll talk with you soon. Thanks, Brian. Look forward to it. And that's a wrap for this episode of Plant Based on Fire. We hope you enjoyed learning about the innovative plant-based businesses we featured today and got inspired to support them on their journey. Remember, plant-based eating isn't just a trend. It's a way of life that benefits your health, the environment, and animals. By choosing plant-based foods, you're making a positive impact on the world and helping to create a better and more compassionate future. If you want to join the Real Men Eat Plants community and get even more resources to help you go and stay plant-based, 
Check out our blog, podcasts, and 30-day challenge at realmeneatplants.com. Thank you for tuning in to Plant Based on Fire, brought to you by Real Men Eat Plants. Head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a review and let us know what you think of this episode. Don't forget to tag us at Plant Based on Fire when you share this episode in your preferred social media. Wish to be a guest? We need to know about your plant-based business. Email us at pbof at realmeneatplants.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Thank you to our guests and to you, our listeners, for your support. And see you next time.